furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. Good evening and welcome to another week of furry news, information, and rants with yours truly, the prescriber of the hard truth. This is Unleashed. And this week we had a lot going on in the tech sector. I'm pretty sure many of you have picked up on it. We've started off this week with Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp all shutting down. And uh, the, the timing was actually quite suspect. But that's not what I'm talking about because everybody was happy, absolutely happy. Everybody was happy that Facebook went down. <laughs> Even worse was that it was somehow affecting Telegram users. So WhatsApp, when it went down, everybody just hopped on the Telegram and just started talking on Telegram. I hope everybody just, those that were using just Telegram to talk while WhatsApp was down, please, Go back to WhatsApp. It's running again. <laughs> but then later on this week, we had something else go down and it was far bigger to the furry community. And that of course was Twitch. What? What the fuck? Yes, the popular streaming platform Twitch went down on Wednesday and apparently it, it was a massive leak that happened. It was about 125 gigabytes of internal Twitch data. Or actually, no, 128 gigabytes. It was a 128 gigabyte torrent that was posted on 4chan. And this included the entirety of the code of Twitch.tv with commit history going back to its early beginnings. Mobile, desktop, and video game console Twitch clients various proprietary SDKs and internal AWS services used by Twitch, every other property that Twitch owns, including IGDB and CurseForge, an unreleased Steam competitor from Amazon Game Studios that uh, we're later learning on, it was gonna be called Vapor. Yes, yes. Oh, Amazon, you're not that creative, are you? We know what you're doing. And not only that, creator payout reports from 2019 until now. And if you got a look at these creator payouts, these people are getting paid. <laughs> Absolutely getting paid. Like, uh, let me see. Um, let me pull up one here. The top person that's, uh, that's on the list is Critical Role. They got paid $9,626,712 and 16 cents from August 2019 until October 2021. Just think about nine over nine million dollars, close to 10 million dollars. Have you ever earned 10 million dollars in three years? That sounds like one of those infomercials that's too good to be true. Oh, you attend this seminar. I'll help you make 10 million dollars in three years. Just attend this seminar. No obligation. Just attend the seminar. We'll even give you a gift. And you look at it, it's like, this is just Twitch streamers. All they do is just play video games and rant and, and make weird anime noises and, you know, and 
talk about leftism and all kinds of other bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> like, I'm in the wrong business. Nine million dollars. But I want to also point out the Hassan Abi. He's 13th on this list. 2.8 million since uh, August 2019th. He's been paid. I know for a lot of furries, they were getting their emails that said that they were into the Twitch partner program. I'm not in the Twitch partner program. I don't even do anything with Twitch. I don't care about Twitch. But um, for those of you who are in the Twitch partner program, I want you to listen up because, you know, while you're think looking at that as like a golden ticket to the, a great career in streaming, you also have to understand that these attacks are what's actually attacking your income on Twitch. Because who knows who knows what these uh what these hackers are doing with this information, with this data, but it's floating out there in cyberspace now. The entirety of Twitch is just floating out there. This isn't something that you just you, know, you just change your password and, and it's it is fine. No. You, the entirety of Twitch. And what is Twitch doing about it? Nothing. <laughs> Twitch is doing absolutely nothing. Jeff Bezos paid $970 million for this site. And suddenly it's a floating out there in cyberspace for absolutely nothing. <laughs> and even worse is that uh, for a lot of these uh, Twitch streamers that you donate to, you know, look at these payouts. I mean, $10 million. 8.4 million, 5.8 million. This is over three years, of course. I mean, if, if you think about it, they get paid, let me see, uh, QXQCOW, uh, XQC Cow or whatever, XQ Cow, however you're saying it. He gets, he's getting paid $8.45 million between August 2019 and October 2021. He's getting paid $750,000 a month. And I mentioned Hassan Abi which is supposedly a socialist on Twitch, the socialist pretty boy, he caught the ire of the Daily Beast earlier with this article. Socialist Twitch streamer endures wrath of Twitter for buying a $3 million home. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a socialist and he's making money like a filthy capitalist? Oh my. I dare say he would be what we like to call a hypocrite. Yes. So we got Hasanabi making, how much does he make? $2.8 million. He's buying a house in the, in the hills for over $2 million, $3 million, whatever. It doesn't, like the money doesn't matter. And you give money to these people to do who knows what, to rant about socialism, to play video games, to just fart into a microphone all day. And this is what they, you know, do they need your money? No, they absolutely don't. They're getting paid by Twitch because they bring in the eyeballs, regardless of how many donations they bring in. So if you have like a monthly donation to these streamers, you may want to double think about it because they don't need your money. And if you do have an account on Twitch, especially if you have a Twitch partner program, of course, it goes without saying you should definitely, if you haven't done it by now, definitely, definitely change your passwords and enable two-factor authorization so that when somebody's trying to log in, you get a ping on your phone and 
you can authorize that authorization. Otherwise, it doesn't go through. But this is this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. This is a huge, huge leak, and Twitch is doing just absolutely nothing. They're just moving on. They know that their their entire source code for their website is out there. But from what I'm seeing, what are they doing to actually secure their website and make sure that this hap doesn't happen again? So I'm looking at the uh, the website where it was posted, 4chan, and this is only part one. That should scare you. This is only part one. There's, of course, multiple parts to this. And what else can they be releasing? Do you think that this is going to be the only time that Twitch is ever going to be hacked like this? Where internal Twitch information, Twitch data, that's only accessible by Twitch employees on the other side of the Twitch website. Like, not on the user side, but on the developer side. Now all of that's released. Do you really think this is going to be the first time that Twitch is, that Twitch is going to be hacked? No. No, absolutely not. And so what I'm thinking is if there's any alternatives to Twitch, now would be a great time to actually bring those up to the light and make sure to tell people, hey, there's an alternative to Twitch. If you don't want to deal with this crap, there's an alternative to Twitch. But you're also making all of your viewers, whoever they may be having to migrate to that site instead of going to Twitch. But seriously, this is embarrassing. This is an embarrassment for Twitch when... All of their information, going back to the early days, is just suddenly floating out there in cyberspace just because of two chuckle fucks, you know, or, or however many, I don't know. You know, this is quite embarrassing. And Twitch is just shrugging their shoulders and saying, oh, well, you know, change your password, <laughs> and enable 2FA, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, Twitch, moving on. This is stupid. Absolutely stupid. Stick around, we got more to talk about regarding tech on this episode of Unleashed. Stick around, don't go away. Unleashed. Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways, but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com and you too can grow your audience with us. Looking for the best events in the DC metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash MetroFurs. MetroFurs Events. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the interest of full disclosure, I just want to tell everybody that since I started this podcast, I have made zero dollars off of this podcast, either from donations or from Anchor or Spotify or any other third party. Nobody has given me money for this podcast. I do this basically because I enjoy doing it. I don't do it because of money issues. I don't do it to make money because I don't make money off this podcast. I just do it because I want to do it. Now, with that said, I'm not going to 
stop you from donating to this podcast if you want to donate to this podcast. But as of this time, I'm not asking for donations at all. If you like to listen to this, of course, this is available on seven platforms. If you like listening to it, it can be yours on your favorite podcasting platform for the low, low price of $0 per episode. Yes, every episode is allowed on every podcast platform for free. You can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Anyway, moving on, I was uh, picked up by this other tech tip uh, by a friend. We had a conversation about this a while ago, and uh, I was just talking to him because um, my phone, its location is actually set to Boston for some reason. And of course, I have location settings, and I've calibrated it as best I can, and it still says I'm in Boston for some reason. I was telling my friend, is like, this is both a blessing and a curse, because... Every time I get an ad, it's for some bullshit in Boston. <laughs> so they can't get my location. Nobody can get my location. The overlords and overseers of the tech world have no idea where the fuck I am. <laughs> and this is wonderful. But at the same time, if I need to get directions, everything starts from Boston. I'm like, I just want to go to the far place down the street, not to fucking Boston. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so... So uh, so apps like uh, Maps and Waze, they don't work all that great on my phone. <laughs> but I don't even want to change that because I'm like, I kind of like the fact that people think that I'm in Boston and all the ads are tailored for me being in Boston, even though I've only ever been to Boston once. And that's only to change planes when I was flying JetBlue. But then he brings up this weird little app called Zenly. And you may have heard about it and you may have not. Zenly is a location sharing app. That's their prime focus of this app is to basically, you, when you're on Zenly, you share your location with Zenly and the people in your friend list can see wherever you are. And uh, for example, you know, if, if I'm on Zenly, it's like, oh, oh, here's where I live. There you go. There's, there's, my, there's my house. Yes, I'm at my house. And then uh, if I'm at work, oh, oh, there. There's where I work. Here's where I work. I work five days a week here making the monies. Yes, here's where I work. Or, you know, sometimes you get some really weird times in places where you have Zenly on and suddenly, yeah, you want to share that with the rest of the world. Oh, I'm taking a shit in the ladies' room at Target. I'm taking a shit in the ladies' room at Target. So, yeah, Zenly tells you everything. Zenly tells you everything about where your location is to your friends. And now I'm wondering, as I'm looking through this, who wants this? Who asked for this? So uh, I, I got this article up on my screen that says, Zenly proves that location sharing isn't dead. And, and the first thing I'm looking at is uh, like the furries that have this, this uh, Zenly app, all I can hear from them is this. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. <laughs> yes. Location sharing isn't dead, according to TechCrunch. And thanks to Zenly, we all can know wherever we are at any time of the day. So I want to share with you a couple of pitfalls that just kind of ring my bells about some things like Zenly and other location sharing apps. First of all, we have abilities of telling people where we are at any given time, whether it's uh, through maps or whether it's on Telegram, you can share your location on Telegram. 
Of course, this is almost the only function of the Zenly app is that you tell people your location, but at the same time, why would I want to tell my friends where I am at any given time? Maybe if we're out in the mall or we're out in an outing, yeah, it's probably best if we split up that we have a way of keeping up with each other so that we don't get lost and we don't lose our group in the chaos of being at the mall or being at a social event or being at a convention or whatever. But this is it. The location sharing is it. I'm a very private person. I'm a very privacy-minded person. That's why I love the fact that my phone just tells everybody that I'm in Boston for some reason, even though I'm not. And I'm fine with that. And so if I download an app like Zenly, what is it going to tell my friends that I'm out in Boston, even though I'm not? <laughs> Everybody's going to be looking at their Zenly app, you know, trying to plan their outings. And it's like, oh, we got... We got this going on in Arundel Mills, but uh, Liffy, why the hell are you up in Boston? It's like, no, I'm at home. <laughs> I'm at home. It's my fucking phone that just has its location settings fucked up for some reason. But I also want to just note that uh, this is what I work with. I work with data a lot. And when I see apps like Zenly, the first thing that screams to mind is location data. And now it's companies like Snap that is like the, are the creatives of Zenly that are just saying, oh, yes, we are being blatant about it. We want your location data and we want to give it to third parties that work with us so that they may enhance their experience and also give us money for it. And I'm saying you're giving this data for absolutely nothing. You're giving up this data, the, your location data. You're giving up the fact that you're either at home or at work or at the beach or at the ladies' room at Target to third parties for nothing at all. And they're taking it and selling it to these third parties. Well, actually, you're giving it to Zenly for nothing. And then they give it, they take it, and they sell it to third parties for, <laughs> for I don't know how much. And this is supposed to be a beneficial deal between Zenly and the third parties. Are we not concerned with our privacy regarding our location anymore? Because this is just, when I see this, I'm like, why would I want this? Why would anybody want this? Why would anybody know or want to know where the hell I am at any given point in time? Who wants to know when I'm taking a shit at the ladies' room in Target? Why? Why do you care? And this is just like... This is just completely shitting on location settings, a location privacy. And this is supposed to be information that I don't really give up very easily. Like, I don't want people, everybody to just know where I live, especially when if things go sour with a friend. And of course, it's gone sour with me, with a lot of friends. I'm sure it's gone sour with some friends with, that you've had. If things go sour with your friends, they still know your location as long as you two are friends on the Zenly app. And here's my point. Every single one of these social media apps have one goal in mind, and that is to collect information from you. You give up this information whenever you use the app, whenever you interact with the app. So for example, Twitter, 
You may think Twitter is just a, a harmless communications app where you can bullshit in 256 characters and nothing can be d extracted from your shit posts. But you'd be wrong. The longer you use the app, the more information they collect about you about how you use the app. And so every like, every retweet that you get, every, every link that you click, there's even a permission in the Twitter app that turns on your microphone and listens in on your conversation. Did you know this? This was actually before Twitter Spaces was a thing. So here's the thing. So I opened up a new burner account on Twitter a while ago. This was before Twitter Spaces. This was just for a class that I had and marketing. And I noticed that I just had my phone, the screen is off, and I was having a conversation on Discord with my friend, and I was talking about Arlington. And somehow, Twitter picked up on that, on that keyword, and then sent me a tweet from the Arlington Diocese of the Catholic Church. It's like, okay, first of all, how did they know? How did they know that, that, that I was talking about? And second of all, the timing is sus. Because it was only like a few minutes, like about a minute or two after I said Arlington, that's when the notification pinged on me from Twitter. I was like, what the fuck? But yes, I gave them permission to access my microphone, even though there was no accessible features on Twitter to allow Twitter to use the microphone for. Like there was no Twitter spaces back then. So I want you to start thinking about your digital footprint because Zenly is definitely making your digital footprint bigger, in my view. And now they're being very blatant about just wanting your location data. And once, you, once they get your location data, they can market to you even better. They can market to you based on your location. And this has been something that marketers have been wanting to do to actually bean in to your marketing habits like a laser. They're, they're already laser focused and they want to do better. So what better way is to actually get your location data and then market based on where you are in the world. If you're near a Wendy's, they can definitely tell you what sales are happening. Or if you're taking a shit in the ladies room in Target, they'll be like, oh, you're taking a shit in the ladies room in Target? How about we offer you a dollar off tampons? Of course, tampons are very likely you know, something that you need before you go to the bathroom, but still, nevertheless. But I still think that this is, this is all data that you are giving to Zendly that you don't know exactly what they will do with or who they're giving it to. And all of these social media apps work similarly. So when you look at an app like Zendly, what are they doing with this, with this information? And why are you giving it to them? Why on earth would you... Download Zenly in the first place when there are so many other apps that can tell you your location and can tell others your location. Why do you need an app that just does that? Anyway, I'm out of time. Stick around. We'll have more Unleashed after this. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. <laughs> Unleashed. I just was devastated. You get tied to them more than you realize. Each year, the Pet Alliance of Greater Orlando takes care of thousands of pets looking for a new home. However, a devastating fire recently ripped through their shelter, leaving many dogs and cats without a home once again. 
this scene right here is just your living nightmare. Now they need your help more than ever. With your online donation, you can help ensure that the dogs and cats that survive the blaze get the care and shelter they need to be healthy and happy pets for loving families. Just go to PetAllianceOrlando.org today and click Donate. Every dollar counts and all donations are tax deductible. There's also other ways you can donate, such as donating supplies or even volunteer, all on their website. I'm just happy for uh, who survived and who made it. Head to PetAllianceOrlando.org to find out how you can help today. With your donation, a four-legged friend can become the best friend for someone near you. Unleashed. Finally, we get to this point in the show where I'm going to be talking about four words that should not ever be in a sentence at the same time. And those are Lindsay Lohan Fursona NFT. <laughs> yes, so on September 29th, Lindsay Lohan, of all people, just decided to crawl out from irrelevance and put out there on Twitter that she's a quote-unquote friend of the cartel. She's selling her fursona that was created by Canine Cartel. They minted it and is selling it on OpenSea as an NFT. The auction was running for 72 hours. Of course, the tweet was deleted. But one thing that people have noticed is that, one, everybody hates this. And I mean everybody hates this. And two, who the hell asked for this? Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nobody asked for Lindsay Lohan to create a persona, but she went ahead and did so and decided to just sell it out there on the NFT marketplace as if you couldn't get any more douchebaggery than that. So let me look at this persona. And first of all, a lot of people have already noticed she doesn't have ears. <laughs> They forgot to put ears on Lindsay Lohan's persona. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. <laughs> and on top of that, she doesn't have a tail, but she doesn't have any ears. She doesn't have ears. And on top of that, people were saying, oh, well, she doesn't have ears. She can't hear you talking smack about her persona when she doesn't have ears. How much did this bullshit sell for? I have no idea. Uh, uh, let me look that up. Uh, Lindsay Lohan NFT selling price. So looking at the OpenSea auction, which is still running, believe it or not, uh, the highest offer is 1.1 Ethereum, which uh, translates into dollars as $3,820.99. So um, it, it's not as it's not that expensive when it comes to NFTs, but at the same time, it's utter garbage. It's utter garbage with no ears. <laughs> oh, cool! I love stupid bullshit like this. Exactly, three thousand eight hundred twenty dollars and ninety nine cents for stupid bullshit. And uh, of course, this gathered the ire of the furry community because let, let's face it the furry community does not like nfts they're not too fond of cryptocurrency and nfts is just like shit pile right on top of crypto they're not really that keen on crypto and nfts especially nfts somebody made an article about all this uh, from the stranger called the slog 
A psychology professor explains why furries are so unhappy about Lindsay Lohan's persona. It's a really good article. One thing that they state is, of course, the inefficiency of NFTs. And I actually had to have somebody explain this to me. And basically, the computing power that also translates into energy that you need to mint or to process one NFT payment is a lot. It's a lot. And it could certainly go towards other things like powering homes and businesses and such. And it's just being used towards... Just towards oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Yeah, I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to use that a lot. For a group that's very energy conscious, they're looking at all of this and thinking, why do we need this? But another reason is that this is basically commercializing furry. It's basically taking a persona, which is incredibly personal to a lot of furries, and is basically commoditizing it, turning it into a thing that you can buy and sell. And a lot of furries get offended by that. I mean, never mind that you can buy adoptables. But when it comes to personas, a lot of furries love to just tie that into themselves and make it personal, don't want to put a price tag on it. And then here comes Lindsay Lohan with her fucking factory fresh persona without ears, without a tail, saying, look, I'm one of you and now you can own me. <laughs> oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Uh, <laughs> And lastly, the slog article from The Stranger, it uncovered something very troubling. And the fact is that the canine cartel that this persona is being minted from is actually the work of a marketing team. Yeah, the company run by a Toronto-based advertising copywriter named Jackson Kemp appears to have created its 10,000 dog images by machine. All of them share a handful of bodies mixed with a variety of randomly repeating accessories. This isn't an organization with any apparent connection to the fandom or experience with its culture. And then it goes on. But I doubt that Canine Cartel has any interest in getting along with the fandom. Kemp declares on his site, I love advertising, I hate rules. This project seems to have blended both passions. The partnership with Lohan and the antagonizing of furries have probably accumulated far more attention than any of the ads of her Subaru that Kemp's works on in his day job. It's a PR win for him and a PR more ass for the fandom. You know, with how fast we produce Rule 34 of characters, I was wondering, can somebody actually create like porn of Lindsay Lohan's persona and then just put that on OpenSea and see how much that runs? With Ethereum, like I want to see how much Lindsay Lohan's furry vagina actually earns in Ethereum on OpenSea, and I want to see I want to see Lindsay Lohan's furry vagina actually earn more on OpenSea than Lindsay Lohan's earless persona ever could. Let's do that. Let's make Lindsay Lohan's furry vagina into an NFT. Let's <laughs> just rub it in her face, like fuck you. <laughs> Anyway, I'm done. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. I am done. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unleashed with Lifty. If you like what you hear, please feel free to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And also, like, comment, and follow us on Twitter at Lifty Unleashed. And spread this episode around. Spread it so that we have more people who are unleashed, who are listening in. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week. Good night.
sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.